My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And I, producer Maria. Melissa, who are our patrons for today? Well, I'm glad you asked. We have Hannah, Lacey, Kayla, Joanna, and Bijan. Do you remember the Bijan posters that will that were all <gasps> around Los Angeles in like maybe it was the nineties or maybe it was the eighties? Is that a brand of like Yes. I can picture it in my head. Maybe it was clothing, but it were these posters that were all around Los Angeles. Yeah, it was a big uh LA thing. It was like almost like Angeline. They were everywhere. Well now oh. Bijan's a patron. Now <laughs> now he's a patron. <laughs> Melissa, what is our main episode for today? I'm so excited when you told me. I'll start off by asking you a question. Oh, okay. <laughs> when you guys went back to school shopping in the nineties, what type of trapper keepers and folders did you buy? Lisa Frank. Lisa Frank, baby. There you go. <laughs> but Apparently behind this like shiny sparkly company lies this very dark scandal involving oh, greed fuck. and abuse, divorce it. It's crazy. Oh my god. And Lisa Frank's husband was rumored to be having affairs, doing coke. He was this all around monster who basically ruined the company. What? 
you're probably going to yeah. get to this, but they, I know they also steal from like Instagrammers. Like I remember there was this big thing where they uh, stole from uh, this black woman who had like redecorated her whole house in like bright colors and uh, like fun design. A month or so later, uh, Lisa Frank op- opened like a Lisa Frank hotel room and it was like the exact same copy as her apartment. Oh. And they didn't pay her or acknowledge her or any Uh-oh. kind of stuff like that. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. So... What was going on in this giant warehouse, Lisa Frank headquarters in Tucson, Arizona? Let's get into it. And a lot of this info is from this old 2013 Jezebel article by Tracy Egan Morrissey. But she did this like crazy deep dive into this company that I had never heard of. And I just randomly came across it. I was like, oh, my God, this is a crazy story. So Lisa... She was born in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan, which is just north of Detroit. Fun fact, Bloomfield Hills is one of the top 20 richest cities in America. How random. Yeah, because of the auto industry. So Lisa's father worked in the auto industry and he was rich as hell. She went to the same private school as uh, Mitt Romney. (laughs) as the Romney. Oh, wow. Two of the greats. Two of the greats. (laughs) And she said her parents were very supportive and encouraging must be nice. She said, <laughs> my dad was an art collector. My mom had a little kiln in our basement. We would make pottery. I think from about age five on, they sent me to art classes. I was totally a girly girl. When I was 12, my parents got me a loom. So I was a weaver. <laughs> I love to read, do artwork. I love to do anything girly. What a dork. What a nerd. <laughs> and then at an art show, her senior year of high school, she sold $3,000 of her paintings oh my god but one of one of the buyers was lee iacocca who is one of the ceos of chrysler so like her parents rich friends like like, family friend yeah do you know i don't want to mention her name but there's an artist who's like the daughter of someone famous and her artwork is i don't think it's good and she had it in the show and like her dad bought it (laughs) because no one wanted to buy it Shut up, really? That's so funny. (laughs) Okay, so Lisa's first business was buying handmade pottery and jewelry from indigenous communities in Arizona, where she went to college. She would bring them back to Michigan and sell them at a markup. Oh my God, that's incredibly fucked up. So then she started designing, or she eventually, she would tell these women who were making this artwork like, oh, could you add this pattern? Could you add this pattern? She would bring it back to Michigan and sell it. She was paying them. I guess, okay. but it's still like, it's uh, yeah, interesting. Okay. But then she did start designing her own stuff. And at 20, she created a plastic jewelry line called Sticky Fingers. Huh. They got picked up by Neiman Marcus in Bloomingdale's. Well, you're going to get, you're going to go straight to Sticky Fingers Rib House, real Memphis style ribs. So you got to do <laughs> Sticky Fingers, Lisa Frank. <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> Okay, this is fun. This is fun as hell. Yeah. This is fun as hell. Oh, my God. I want these now. Is it discontinued, I'm assuming? Let me see here. Yeah, it's those necklaces that had the little charms on them. Yeah, that's so fun. Yeah, I think I remember those. I didn't own any, but yeah. So that's where she started. And then she got the rights for Allie's favorite, Betty Boop. I didn't know that. That's insane. And Popeye and Mighty Mouse. So she would put like Betty Boop on a unicorn and like sell all these designs. I did not. And where did this aesthetic come from? Like, what? What's going on? 
Like, well, how does that- I guess she was just into art in, as a kid and her parents were like, yeah, like really encouraging her to like do. She said she was like a girly girl. She was just always wow. into coloring and stuff. Her parents were, yeah. would give her coloring books. Like, I don't know. Maybe she only got like a neon set of markers and then Maybe. that's all she knew. <laughs> Maybe that's all she knows. This is neon. <laughs> so then in 1979, she renamed the company Lisa Frank. And that same year, she received her first million dollar order from Spencer Gifts. Nice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You Love know. Love to buy a good, a good fart machine or something there. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm imagining Allie in like an Oz or a Spencer's Gifts and you're having the time of your life. I used to ha- hang out there when I went to the mall. We would hang out in Spencer yes. Gifts. I'm not kidding. Maria, you are a hundred percent correct. When I am having a bad day, I don't anymore, but I used to, no joke, when I first got sober and I'd like would feel general malaise, I would go to there's a huge Oz in the valley and I would go there and just like walk around. <laughs> like, That's hilarious. Look at all the stuff, like the lava lamps, all the, the toys. You can drop a lot of money there. You can drop oh. a lot of money there. Yes, I, I love bought it, a Oz. lava lamp. I think from Spencer Gifts. I think that's where my lamp came from. Where else do you get it? Yeah, of course. Where else? Yeah, where else? Here's the thing about the difference between Oz and Spencer's. Spencer's has like a weird naughty section. Yeah. No, they got that at Oz. I know they do. I I remember there being the naughty section at Oz. The naughty section. Oh, I don't know. Where it would be like penis candles and stuff. Or like, you know, like it it would be like if you were having a bachelorette party. Bachelorette party section. Yeah. All right. I guess I'm. Or like a cake pan. Yeah. Cake pan. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, side note. She hates being photographed. There's only two photographs of her on the internet. And in 2012, she agreed to be filmed for an interview to promote her Urban Outfitters uh, collaboration, but she asked that her face not be shown. So if you Google Lisa Frank photograph, there's only two photos of her. Strange. She's like, she actually said... In my own little way, I understood Michael Jackson. Like she was comparing herself as if she was this huge She's celebrity. Pretty. She like looks cool. I know. She looks like a, a normal lady. But some former employee said about her that she was very beauty focused and obsessed with her body image. She kept getting plastic surgery and all these lotions. Mm-hmm. Ooh, nice background, Maria. Thank At you. I thought background. I'd have a little fun. I thought I'd be a little festive. Yeah. This seems like one that I'd get. This would be like the Trapper Keeper I'd get because I would think that's such a cute little uh, Yeah, I would seal. get th- I would get that too. It's her spirit animal. I'm sure I have photos of like my old me at school with my old Trapper Keepers. Or I burn them. Uh, <laughs> another former employee said she just she doesn't want to eat because she doesn't want to look fat or ugly or whatever she thinks. And she's a little manic and not always there. Seems like she's on the old Adderall diet. Oh, Adderall and Starbucks. Yeah, Los Angeles diet. (laughs) She's like, she's on the girl boss diet. Yeah. (laughs) Have you guys seen this hotel that's Lisa Frank themed? Girl, I talked (laughs) about that. Girl, I talked about that. I'm sorry, when did you talk about it? When did you talk about it? It's stolen from the influencer. Five minutes ago. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, (laughs) but I was was finishing up buying a bathing suit. <laughs> and I sent the link to the chat. Look at Elisa Frank yeah. Hotel pop up sold out in less than an hour. An independent artist says it's a ripoff of her Instagram. Okay, well, I don't even know if this is the same one. Oh, you think Lisa Frank has multiple hotels? <laughs> She's a conglomerate. She's not the Holiday Inn. 
Let me see if it's the same one. And then, okay, yeah, it's ex- it's the exact same one. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Justice for Ali Siegel. <laughs> oh, okay, man. Melissa, continue with your lovely episode. The sad thing episode. is, we've all done the we've all done the exact same thing. <laughs> it's hilarious. So I don't feel bad about it because Good. one of us will do it again. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'll probably do it this episode. Get ready. 100%. Um, so Lisa Frank, so she had her line of products, which were folders, pencil cases, erasers, trapper keepers, notebooks. These were so popular. She was making over $60 million a year in sales during what? its peak in the 90s. Jesus. And But as of 2012, the company only earned about $2.3 million. And the products are like pretty hard to find now. And the number of corporate employees went from 350 to just six. Whoa. Although when Jezebel tried to contact her, um, one of her executive assistants, that she said, she's like, this is untrue. And then Jezebel was like, well, what's untrue about it? And she's like, well, we're waiting on our PR team before we answer any questions. And then the Jezebel team reached out was like, well, when's that going to be? She's like, well, we have to hire a PR team first. So sometime later this <laughs> week. Oh, my God, Lisa. I wonder what happened in like 2012. I wonder if it was like all of a sudden like SpongeBob notebooks or something became more popular. So well, Lisa Frank. It might have been an internal a problem. Oh, okay, okay. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> well, <laughs> so the warehouse, this place is huge. It's a 320,000 square foot building in Tucson. It's covered in Lisa Frank style artwork. (gasps) And it's infamous for like its crazy decor. There's a giant multicolored like musical notes on the side of the building, like big hearts and stars and rainbows. There are these giant like fiberglass statues inside the building, like this giant panda, like with a rainbow thing on its heart, holding a paintbrush that's like rainbows. It's crazy. It's crazy. But the building was for sale. It was listed for sale for $17 million in 2012 while like Lisa Frank was still in there. But then it got reduced to $13 million in 2016. But then now it says it's off the market now. But I looked on the, the Google Street View because it's on Lisa Frank Avenue in Tucson. And it's the most recent Google Street View is from May 2019. And it's still painted with all the Lisa Frank artwork outside. But like the bushes and stuff are grown, like the grass is growing. Oh, God. Like it looks deserted. Can I tell you an embarrassing Tucson story? Would love nothing more. I had never heard it pronounced out loud before for some reason. Tuxin? Yeah. I had only seen the word. And I was dating this guy who was from Tucson. And he introduced me to his friend and he was like, oh, uh, blah, blah, blah. And I uh, grew up together and I go, oh, you're also from Tuscan and Tuscany. And they were like, what? What did you say? And it was so embarrassing. I, I, That's I get it. Story. You know, it's I think weird, it's endearing. I think it's, it's weird nice. spelled word. Yeah. I mean, everything I do is endearing. So sure. Well. Well, <laughs> up for debate. So I sent you guys a link to all this. Someone took photos of the abandoned factory. It's terrifying. Mm. So so what happened to Lisa Frank? What happened? So a lot of former employees were like, like, why aren't you capitalizing on 90s nostalgia? That's like so huge right now. One employee said, from the outside, it's colorful. You got the rainbow, the stars, the hearts on the building, the statue of the panda. But inside was like an abusive alcoholic home. 
You know what this reminds me of? Have you ever seen the Robin Williams movie Toys? Yes. No. This is what it reminds me of. Yeah. Oh my God, Melissa, you got to see it. It's the strangest movie you'll ever see, but it's so it's so good, and this reminds me of it. Same vibe. Oh wow. So Lisa Frank was notorious in Tucson, in Tuscan, Mm -hmm. for being a (laughs) shitty employer. Like people would hear tons of horror stories, like "Don't work for Lisa Frank." Like that company's terrible. And every person who worked there, this is what employees said, had seemed to have a case of PTSD from it. They call it the Rainbow Gulag. (gasps) Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And so the working conditions were rough. Apparently, the office was a quiet space and coworkers were not allowed to speak to one another. Jesus Christ. And the office was kept cold. Oh, no, that's not okay. Yeah. And the managers were illegally recording conversations. And there was this like inter-office bi-monthly publication called Frankly Speaking, oh, which Jesus. like in, was about how employees were supposed to behave, mostly regarding how they were expected to interact with their boss, CEO James Green. Oh, God. So no visitors, no family members were allowed. And the penalty for any violations ranged from verbal abuse to name calling to screaming to automatic termination. Oh, my God. One time after discovering that someone left the office 10 minutes early, James Green instructed the warehouse manager to put chains and padlocks on all the downstairs doors so that the staff can't escape. You can't do that. Well, they did. (laughs) And former employees had to sue for their final paychecks and sales commissions. There were tons of lawsuits from local contractors and builders who claimed that they hadn't been paid for nearly $4 million worth of work on the corporate headquarters, and the turnover rate was super high. There were, between February 2003 and December, over 80 people had left the company, and most without notice because they had been treated so poorly. Oh my God. Crazy. And then one member, who she's a former employee, said, I personally heard Lisa Frank scream at sales managers and threaten their lives if they fucked up a presentation. Oh, my God. That's so scary. Yeah. So the root of the problem is uh, Lisa's husband, James Green. Uh-oh. He was also the CEO He owned half the company. <gasps> this The couple, they had expensive cars. They had their own private jet. Their giant mansion was painted rainbow colors. That's weird. It's got to be so awful. Lisa had two kids, and she wanted to focus on raising them, so she had her husband take over most of the day-to-day duties. And so she would come to the office like once a month just to be like, hey, what's up? And then the husband apparently just like turned this place into a shithole. He was just a monster. Oh, my God. And in 2005, 16 employees gave sworn affidavits for a lawsuit against James Green, attesting to his horrible management style. He would have these fits of rage and outbursts where he would publicly berate people, including his wife. (gasps) And he was described as an abusive, arrogant and extremely difficult to work with. And several former employees say they saw him throwing chairs and other objects in the office. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he wouldn't bother to learn employees' names, so he'd just give them nicknames. Oh, no. He was also, someone said he was also very short and smelled like cologne. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) That's a true, he's a true nightmare. And then, so there's this vice president, Rhonda, who was also kind of a bitch. Apparently, James was doing coke and partying with Rhonda behind Lisa's back. 
That's exactly what you would think of someone who is named Rhonda. Rhonda. She's up to no good. (laughs) She's up to no good. So there'd be days when James would come down to the art department super sweaty, super paranoid, just like walking back and forth really fast. And there was like nothing to be stressed out about. It was just like a regular day. Like he would just come in just like clearly coked up. That's like me when I when Urios isn't on the Apple podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. <sighs> so then another former employee said, uh, she told me that James regularly sent her with an unmarked box or a paper bag to meet someone at a gas station or parking lot. She was supposed to exchange her package for theirs and not look inside. And so people assumed that it was cocaine and also Viagra or porn. (laughs) Oh, my God. So then Lisa eventually filed for divorce in 2005. So then she spent more time at the office. And like, obviously, this divorce was going to be like contentious and like a legal nightmare because she gave when she married James, she gave him, I think, 49% of the company. James, who was sensing that his wife was going to oust him. He was telling employees they needed to pick a side. And he was starting his own company with Rhonda. Oh, shit. Rhonda. He's like, you either go with, you stay with Lisa, or you come with me and Rhonda. <laughs> and he was stealing computers and trying to get information from company emails. What? So then Lisa had to file a restraining order against him. And the police showed up to escort James and Rhonda out of the building. Oh, my God. After the breakup, Lisa Frank had to spend the next five years in court, in litigation against James and Rhonda. Like, James, he kept filing lawsuit after lawsuit just to, like, torment her. So in 2005, he filed a appeal against her outing him from the company. And then he fought to block this agreement that gave Lisa Frank the right to buy his shares back. Oh, my God. And he claimed that he created all of the company's content, including... The 400 original characters, but they toss out the lawsuit. And then Rhonda filed a lawsuit saying she was fired unfairly and she was sued for $2 million plus damages and they had to settle. And then James Green sued Lisa Frank again. Oh, my God. Asking for $16 million to repay a loan for a private jet that he bought. Oh, Jesus. And then he sued her again. For $2 million, which he claimed was his share of the sale of the jet. Rhonda's husband sued Lisa Frank for damages, alleging that he stole and company property. And then James sued her again in 2009. Oh, my God. Trying to get her evicted from her warehouse. And he tried. He got their sons, who were 13 and 9 years old, he asked them to give written consent to take action against their mother's company. And obviously the kids didn't. Like he's trying to get the kids in on like, yeah, right. Say your mom's a terrible person. I'm on Rhonda's, uh, Rhonda's LinkedIn right now. Oh, Rhonda Rowlett. Yeah. Please send a picture. Yeah, I, I had to see the picture. That's exactly <laughs> why it looked. She looks like a woman who uh, gets in Facebook arguments a lot. Oh, mm. oh. Yep, Mm -hmm. that's Rhonda. She has a I need to speak to the manager vibe to her. (laughs) I believe she's still with James. Dewey face, a very dewy, fresh skin skin tone. Oh, yeah, there's some highlighter or like a lot of moisture there. Yeah, there's a lot of moisture. (laughs) It's nice. 
Yeah, not in a bad way. Yeah. It's not like she's like dripping. Absolutely not. It's, well, when you're in Arizona, in Arizona, you got to moisturize. It's it's dry as hell there. Yeah. She looks like she spritzes a face mist, you know, a yes. couple times an oh, hour. Oh, like a rose even. water. Yes. Yeah. She's a spritzer. <laughs> she's a spritzer. <laughs> Let's take a short break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, videos a day early. Sorry, I just burped and swallowed it. (laughs) Ad-free episodes, shout-outs. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. Also, we have a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. It's really been popping off, and we've getting uh, tons of messages so far. So please keep them coming, and we will play them on our mailbag episodes. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Now, back to our story. So as recently as January 2013, Lisa Frank and her ex-husband were like still bickering within the legal system. And according to court documents, they can't even come to agreements on their children's vacations or schedules without their lawyers figuring out like they can't agree on anything. Oh, my God. So then Lisa severely reduced her staff and she got into an exclusive licensing agreement in 2010 with this company called CSS Industries, which would manufacture and sell her line of products. And one of the former employees said, I know she must be hurting because when I was working there, there was no way in hell she would ever consider licensing her artwork because she wanted total control. However, the relationship with this uh, CSS Industries went down south when Lisa Frank filed a lawsuit against them for failing to earn her the $2.8 million in royalties they had promised. Like she just, they ended up not selling enough of her products. But then in 2011, she had a collaboration with Urban Outfitters to sell 
t-shirts she designed. Match made in heaven, I'd say. Yeah. And in addition, they also sold a lot of her vintage stationery pieces. The partnership was like apparently a success. Like everything sold out quickly. But then the company ended its deal with her. I'm assuming because she's probably a nightmare to work with. Yeah. Because it was a successful collaboration. Like why they ended it. They're like, no, we're not working with her anymore. So then her ex-husband, James Green, he was Jewish and he is evidently converted to Christianity and he now sells religious-based stationery and t-shirts designs on his website, jameschristianman.com. What? Where he also shares his poetry, photography, and sculptures. If you look at one of the sculptures, it's just this giant big red ladder coming out of the ground sideways. Oh, my God. It's like Ed Hardy type. Like, yes. Like everything's distressed. Yes. Everything's distressed. And the, the even the photos have like that HDR filter on them where it's like too much constra- contrast, too much. Oh, like, Jesus. Too, it's, ugh, it's so gross. This is so false. This is like, this is the <laughs> this exact is false. opposite of Lisa <laughs> Frank. This is like what, Le- this is yeah. the antithesis of Lisa what? Frank. Like he's trying, there's like it's i can't it's terrible it's terrible christian man is called to magnify the lord to bring strength humility and charity through his artistic ministry and then he founded his business called salvation llc which is where what Rhonda is the vice president of and then i was on instagram i found he has another instagram account called jamie green brand j-a-m-e-y green brand and it says from the creator of the lisa frank brand and it's like colorful skulls like lisa frank colors used in like (laughs) shitty does it but that has like ten thousand followers or something what's it called again the jamie green brand j-a-m-e-y and so Rhonda and one of his son one of their sons hunter they help him run that i think there's pictures of hunter as like a model in some of the photos. Okay, so this is this looks like the the perfect combination of his distressed Christian brand and Lisa Frank. Exactly. This is like that it came together <laughs> and now it's yeah. just really it's really honestly kind of shocking. I've maybe never seen anything like this. Cuz James <laughs> initially started as a he was an illustrator I think in Lisa Frank company and like worked his way up. So I'm sure he's drawing all these skulls. He doesn't understand. It's like the reason people like Lisa Frank isn't because it was just a picture of a tiger. It was because of the colors. You can't mute the colors on a tiger and expect someone to buy it. It's crazy. So I think, I don't know what's happening with like their whole family dynamic, but because they have two sons, Hunter and Forrest. Hunter follows this Salvation, Jamie Greenbrand, Rhonda, and like they follow Hunter and Hunter helps out with this brand. But then Lisa has another son, Forrest, who is now the CEO of Lisa Frank. Weird. And they don't follow each other on Instagram. Like none of like like Rhonda, James Green and their son Hunter, they don't follow Lisa Frank on Instagram. Oh, no, it's tore the family apart. I think the son Forrest, who I think he's like 20. He's the one who runs the Instagram account for Lisa Frank. And what's crazy is that the Lisa Frank Instagram account, ever since he started running it, she has almost 800,000 followers. So she just has her son like post like and like celebrities like follow Lisa Frank and like repost all the stuff. And like he comments on all these celebrities. Well, you know, it got big for a second because people started doing parody stuff with it. 
like people would take the the Lisa Frank background and be like, I want to kill myself. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like uh, it became like a weird Tumblr trend, I think, where where it kind of got oh. revisited in a different meme type way. And I think that kind of created a resurgence of nostalgia, which she tried to yeah. capitalize on. And also look at the read the thing I sent you about this um, yeah. woman who feels like she got ripped off because I I remember that going viral on Twitter and I think that that also created kind of an uproar. I can't remember uh, what year that was, yeah, but I know it was recently. October 2019, she painted her kitchen like all these yeah, like Lisa Frank, like rainbow colors. It says Lisa Frank Instagram account had literally followed her commented on her posts, <gasps> reposted her posts and sent her multiple DMs in 2017 and 2018. Oh, like asking her to like collaborate or just be like, oh, this is so cool. And then no, just just being like, I love your stuff. Oh, come on. Oh, she received an invitation to take a first look at the Lisa Frank flat. And she realized, wait, it was in her apartment building's sister facility across the street. Yeah. So Lisa Frank made this across the street from her name is uh, Amina Mucciolo. She lives in downtown LA, and her installation went viral in 2017. Lisa Frank opened up this hotel room across the street from this woman's. It's demonic. And then she has pictures, and it's, <laughs> it's. I mean, it's ripped off 100%. Yeah, it's, it's the identical. same. It's the exact same floor plan and design. Oh my! And I mean, God. like she handcrafted her apartment herself. It's not like the apartments yeah. come this way. Like she designed it, and then. The Lisa Frank apartment is the exact same as this woman's apartment. Down to the exact same pieces of furniture. It's basically the same exact apartment as well because it's it's the same company. Yeah, right. So like it's not even just like a random hotel in a different neighborhood. It's the same apartment style. Like the microwaves are the same. The doors are the same. Like everything's in the same place. Yeah, and they essentially like that painted crazy. everything the same colors, like used oh the same furniture God. that she has in her apartment. I mean, it's hard to that's make a case for Lisa Frank that she didn't like this girl has a wall full of stuffed animals. Lisa Frank then put a wall full of stuffed animals. Uh, she has oh a gallery God. wall of bright uh, pictures and stuff. Then Lisa Frank did the same thing, like painting the walls different colors. I mean, Granted, like there's not a monopoly on bright colors, but it's 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 designed the exact same way. I mean, and I'm pretty sure she called them out on it and everyone called them out on it. Hotels Tonight, who was in collaboration with Lisa Frank to do this pop up, they both like did not acknowledge her, didn't pay her any money, didn't issue an apology. They just completely ignored the situation. Oh, my God. Yeah, they say imitations, the highest form of flattery. (laughs) True that. <laughs> oh my god! Oh wait, and they are being kicked out once. Huh? Once they once they made a claim about the Lisa Frank thing, they were threatened to be evicted. I'm being evicted because the Lisa Frank Hotel, our landlord, refused payment and wanted us out before the launch. What? They didn't. Lisa Frank didn't want them to catch on to that. Their the apartments were the same because her apartment serves as direct competition for the media attention received by the Lisa Frank flat. Yeah. So she. I mean, Lisa Frank essentially. 
became a fan of this woman's work, messaged her over the years, not to collaborate, just to say that they like the work, and then stole her whole concept, opened up a, a r- apartment across the street from her, and then got her kicked out of her own apartment so that there wasn't any... That's crazy. There wasn't any remnants or memory of her apartment being there. <laughs> I mean, it's horrible. And they still, I think there's been no, I don't think that this has been resolved. So, I mean, among everything that we've already learned about Lisa Frank, I think that this kind of exacerbates that she's a pretty shitty fucking person. Yeah. Like what? It's so crazy that your whole aesthetic is like rainbows and girliness and tigers and... Well, it's always the people like like, who are really bright and fuzzy on the outside who are just like miserable. Yeah, they're you're hiding something. And was Mila Kunis a Lisa Frank model? It looked like it. I saw that when you Google image Lisa Frank. uh, Mila Kunis is a yeah, like a young, like a nine year old Mila Kunis is got a, has a panda bear backpack. You know she came Ooh. here knowing zero English and taught herself English um on the TV te- watching Wheel of Fortune. Okay. Guess you did know. Wow. <laughs> okay. You're, weird that you know that. Can't stump me. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> wow, this is all uh this is all pretty crazy. Yeah, it's a wild you 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 never would think. Wow, I'm reading this thing and it says that uh, her favorite artist was Jasper Johns, but she knew that little girls loved unicorns and shit. So she just decided to cater to what she knew commercially would be successful. Huh. That's what you got to do. If you want if you want any brand to succeed, you got to cater to like girls between yeah. like seven and 15. And they'll oh, 100%. go for it. They'll yeah, go you got to sell out. Yeah, I mean, what a story of selling out emotionally and physically and spiritually. Well, I hope Rhonda's doing well. Yeah, we wish Rhonda well. Um, well, with a face like that, are you kidding? She's, she's doing great. And, she, yeah, she looks sun-kissed. She looks elegant. She's hopping she around looks- Tuscan, living the dream. Tuscan. <laughs> um, <laughs> the hills of Tuscan. The hills of Tuscan. Um, Melissa, if people want to reach us and tell us their own stories or anything, uh, what do people... What do people need to do to reach what us? What do people need to do? Well, they need to email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. Allie, I'm sending you something that I think you'll really like. It's a it's a Lisa Frank mug that I think that you'd really love. Okay. okay the Perfect okay. Man Holiday Mug. <laughs> That's it's nice. Just, it's it's, it's gingerbread. a gingerbread man. And it just says the perfect man. Like, look That's at that funny. font choice. She's really phoning it in. Like, she really is phoning it in on this stuff, huh? Yeah, I mean, she's not she's not into it anymore. She's, Look at these yeah, mugs. Look at this happy holidays mug with the two golden I don't think she retrievers. was ever into any of this stuff. I she hates it. it. I like it. I don't <laughs> mind it. <laughs> I think it's cool now. <laughs> this mug's a, a hot as hell. Talk about hot as hell. Look at that. Those two those two golden retrievers playing with some ornaments. That's nice. And the font the font is like you something you'd get on a t shirt at like a you know, at a gift store. <gasps> this shit is shit. <laughs> these t shirt designs. Also, I love that she really does like incorporate like her her the desert like indigenous aesthetic. Like she also has like two golden retrievers 
against like a mountain, you know, pastel backdrop with like <laughs> cacti and stuff. Like she, yeah, but there's yeah. also a baby bunny that's like a stuffed animal Easter bunny with them. Right. I mean, it's nonsensical. It's you know what? This is just like the dolphins creating a heart. It's the word it. salad version of art. I like it. I think that it's interesting. I think it's cool. I think it's hip. I think it's something people want. Okay, Anna Wintour. <laughs> Dear, do you see the onesie that says, Dear Santa, I want a unicorn? Yes. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Cool. These are I all old like designs, the though. These were, these were on like... Yeah, these are all the original designs. Those golden retrievers right. are old school. Are these rapping I don't like bears? These, I don't, yeah, I don't like the hip hop bears. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. That's new. That's <laughs> trying too hard. Stick I with do that. not like these hip hop bears. We need to get that P.O. box uh, up and running again so people can send us Lisa Frank merchandise uh, <laughs> oh, no. if we want to. So that will be coming soon. <laughs> what happened with that, Melissa? Did that ever get figured out? Well, I'm on another waiting list. Oh, what Because I, we had to s- surrender our box to just give your home address who cares (laughs) no i care um well i wonder what their refund oh their refund policy no exchanges or returns not very i get that they mean business (laughs) (laughs) all right guys well i am ally hip-hop bears seagull (laughs) i am melissa rainbow unicorn stetton Ooh, and I'm Maria Hollywood Bear Blasucci. Did you guys see the Hollywood Bear? <laughs> no, he's send got, it to the chat. Hollywood he's Bear. Got, he, yes, he's got a top hat and a little, um, it's like he's the head of a marching band. <laughs> and for some reason, that makes him Hollywood. So I'm Whoa. not sure. Hold on. It's, wow. it's coming your way right now. It's really gorgeous, actually. Tinseltown, wow. baby. Uh, all right, guys. Bye. Bye. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.